Hey everybody, welcome to Not Just Sunday. This is Robbie Coleman, and today we are going to be talking about why we did not have a podcast since June 1st of last summer. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. Today in the studio we have quite a few awesome people that I think you guys all know. So uh, again, I'm Robbie and then we have Catherine and Jim and Sean. Yeah, so today we just wanted to talk about why we did not have any podcast since June 1st of last summer. Now I know there was an episode last week, um, but uh, we, you know we wanted to start off with some content. But we wanted to kind of go back and talk about what exactly happened. Why did the show stop? And uh, most of you probably have an idea, but, you know, some people may not. So we just wanted to visit that. So last year we had an episode on June 1st, but then June 2nd, something very tragic happened in the student center where we record our podcast. So I'm going to give it to Jim because he was the first on scene of what happened on that evening. Yeah, so just a little bit of what's makes this story kind of interesting is as a youth pastor, I accept a lot of different roles. And over the years, I, especially at Southside, I've had to go into this role of lighting and providing lighting. So so the start of this fire, we had lots of different lights in the student center. And specifically, this one was a light that was kind of bad for the main auditorium. So we brought it into the student center um, was like, hey, they're not using it. Let's use it. You know, we could get it working right. We got it working right. And just in the middle of the night, this light, moving light, decided to catch on fire. Um, randomly, we had no idea that it was, you know, hot or anything. People have asked me, like, did you leave it on? Well, the way lights work is they're always on and plugged in, kind of like a, you know, a fan at your house or something like that. Or a computer would be a good good thing and when you tell it to turn on and go do all the motions then that's how it works so the so the lights are usually always plugged in fans are running on them but for some reason this one decided to short out and cause a fire and uh it happened about 11 o'clock p.m um billy called me at the house, and he said, hey, the fire department says there's a fire in your building. Do, do you know anything about this? And and so I have video cameras. I pull up my video camera app, and when I pulled up the video camera app, every camera was black. It was grayed out because I was like, yep, Billy, this is it. We have a fire. So Billy and I started rushing up here. We got up here. Um, the fire department was already here. They were trying to break into the door. Fortunately, we got here, opened the door. Um, when the door opened, it was just tons of smoke um, coming out of the building. Um, uh, we didn't know at that time like what the fire was um, and just kind of learned throughout the process. Once the fire department got in, they cleared the building. Um, at By that time, the fire wasn't huge. The fire had already burned up. A lot of, you know, a whole little corner of our stage. And then by the time they, they got in, um, it was, you know, just right there at the light. Um, and the fire department was like, yeah, I could pretty much just stomp out what little fire was there. So the fire had already, it, it, it had gotten really large and then come back down and fell down. It was really small, but it caused a ton of smoke. 
um, and the smoke damage really caused havoc on the entire building. So right next to that light was a curtain for our stage, and that curtain caught on fire. It burned really fast and really quick, which was kind of good because that's why it got really large fire, and then it kind of it kind of came back down to the, to almost nothing after it burned up. So it didn't catch like the wall, the wood, all that type of stuff didn't catch on fire. It was just that one curtain, um, but caused a ton of damage for smoke. So that shut down our student center. Little did we know that that was going to be a remodel of our entire student center. So, And I just want to say, I came in the next day, first thing, I think I, it was probably like 7.30. Um, I had just left the gym, and I wanted to see what had happened. Jim had texted us late that night, and I think Jim had just gotten here just a few minutes previous, and the doors open, and there's still just smoke coming out of the building. And um, on Jim is a very tries to always look on the bright side of things and I'm not quite like that. And he's like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get this cleaned up and we'll, we'll probably be back in here in like a week or two. And I'm like, Jim, I don't think we're going to, I don't think you're going to be back here for a while. And I'm like, smoke's really bad for things. He's like, yeah, we'll just wipe everything down. And, uh, like he said, I mean, it, it got into all the electronics and everything. Uh, Catherine's office is on the back side of that corner, and you had holes and stuff in your office. Yeah, and then there was just, like, this, like, black stuff all over everything. It was disgusting. Yeah, the soot. Like yes, it just, the you know, soot. It, it blanketed everything. And so, like Jim was saying earlier, you know, you have, you like, at home, you have your computers and stuff. If you leave those plugged in or your TVs, there's little fans and stuff in all the computers in here, all the electronics, which is, is the youth building. It has lots of electronics. It had just been sucking all that stuff in. So, like, even, like, a month later, because this was a really long process, Jim's, like, moving computers around and soot's falling out of them, like, just this black soot. Uh, so, it was really crazy. So, yeah, Jim didn't think it was going to be a whole remodel. I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't know the extent of how that would happen, but I knew that, like, that smoke, this is not good for this building. Yeah, and, and, and it was when the insurance came in. The yeah. insurance company came in. Uh, and actually, it was Surpro that came in and said, hey, this is going to be a huge ordeal because every single piece of electronic. And then that hit me when he said every single piece of electronic is going to have to be either replaced or cleaned out. I was thinking he has no idea what he just said. <laughs> exactly. Like this building is full <laughs> of some type of electronics, video cameras, podcast studio, um, you know, lights, uh, arcade games. I mean, arcade. computers, <laughs> arcade games. And uh, I don't think we realized, like, I mean, we did, but we didn't realize how much it was until right. they started packing all that stuff up. And that's just the things that we use. And then there was closets, that the <laughs> things that we didn't use. <laughs> and uh, so that became a huge, um, huge job. Uh you know, going through everything and and cleaning it out. And then we found out, you know, all the soot was in the insulation. Mm. Everything in this building had to be gutted out, cleaned up, um, wiped down if it was staying, so pretty much just the frame, um, and then rebuilt. And, yeah. uh, and so um, really, I mean, it, it happened in June. It was a little bit slow trying to get some progress done between June and July, but then August hit, and the crews came in, gutted this place, got um, started replacing everything, and really we were back in here at the beginning of October, which um, which was huge because it kind of felt like we were never going to get back in here. Correct. Yeah. 
Yep. And so, and podcasts, we just kind of delayed till this year. Really, I mean, honestly, we still haven't fully recovered. We have closets that are just just trashed because we're just like, you know, we'll fix something and then we'll throw it into a closet and it's just not clean anymore. Um, so we still have some work to do around here. So. Yeah. Yes, Absolutely. my office is like the overflow. Like we have a closet in my office and everything that we've just thrown in there has started coming out of the office. So my office is just like filled with just junk everywhere. But at least you have really nice walls in your office. Because yes. Because you had a lot of holes. Yeah, in no more holes stuff. in my office, but just junk, junk, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we still did youth ministry through all of that, uh, you know, middle school, especially, you know, if you come to our Warner Robins campus, you know, you didn't get to come to the student center. You were in the community center, right. which is a little less than ideal. <laughs> it's not quite <laughs> set up. <laughs> Made for some interesting ignitions. It, every week, kids were asking, when are we going to be back right. in the other building? And I was like, yeah, when we get back, just remember this. Appreciate what you do have. That's right. That's <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Yes, and then Sunday nights, we just have to hop around wherever we could, find an open environment to have small groups. Yep. Yeah. It, yeah. It, and so that affected a lot of things. It affected on-campus small groups. It affected Awanas. I think they delayed a week I mean, or a couple weeks, something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it affected a lot of things. Uh but we still did student ministry, and, uh, you know, since we didn't have any podcasts, you know, previously what we would do a lot of times is we kind of recap some of the trips and events and things we did. And so I thought today, you know, we're not going to spend, you know, hours talking about all the different things, but we have done quite a bit since that fire in June, and we never really got to talk about it on the podcast and kind of celebrate some of those moments. So, you know, that uh, fire happened during kids camp, which, you know, we had a lot of students serving and stuff. Uh, but right after that, we had middle school camp, right? Yeah, we went um, right after. I mean, it was the early June last year. We went to uh, Camp Anderson. We took 150 of us to Camp Anderson. We had some, you know, more salvations at camp than we've ever had um, at one at one particular week, and uh, salvations, and then followed up with baptisms. I think uh, all in all, between the decisions, were 22 decisions just for middle school camp, whether it's a salvation or baptism or a combination of both. And so, I mean, praise God that that happened at that time. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, um, you baptized like quite a bit of people, like I in, baptized in, in, in the water. Yeah. <laughs> at spring, camp, we, you know, they, they Swap baptized camp. at camp and we had kids go to camp to be baptized. So that was a really cool experience. Um, we were able to show all those videos in our church service yeah. here, as well as baptize more students here, back here at the church. So um, that camp was probably one of the, I mean, it was probably for middle school, it's been one of the best camps um, that we've had in terms of decisions and, you know, life change and and uh, and so the, over this past year. And then we went to, you had Passion Camp. Well, I was going to backtrack for a second. Oh, backtrack. Any fun or interesting stories from Sean or Catherine? Do you guys got anything from middle school camp? Something stuck out to you? Okay, so mine, I had a room. So in at our camp, it's connecting rooms. And so I had like probably a room with maybe 12 eighth grade girls. Well, one night we were having like a dance party and I get a text from Jim, stop <laughs> jumping. Because he was in the room right under us and all you could hear was because we were so out there just having a party, like jumping off bunk beds, having a good time. And I actually had a mild room, and we were ready to go to sleep. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> Jim's ready to go to sleep when he's ready to go to sleep. I mean, that when Jim's ready for lunch, he's ready for lunch. When he's ready to go to sleep, he's ready to go to sleep. Catherine, though, she's our party animal. Like, she's, yeah, we were. She's to, ready. She's always ready to have a good time. We wanted to dance, film some TikToks, just have a good time. But. Absolutely, absolutely. That's funny. Sean, you got anything? 
Um, yeah, I think my favorite memory from that um, was, I don't know if I'd say my favorite. One of the one of the best memories was one afternoon we were having like the amazing race they have there. So obviously mainly outside running around and it starts raining like hard. And so they send everybody back to their rooms, but everybody's kind of like overflow, like kind of outside of their rooms, you know, and eventually we all, you know, we all, they're like, go back to your room. Like don't, don't stay outside or anything. So we're all in our rooms. And like Catherine said, the rooms are connecting. So I'm, I'm in there with all of my eighth grade boys, shout out to eighth grade boys. And we were having everything from dance, dance battles to <laughs> like slap, like slap boxing. Everything was going on. It was just chaos. So it, it was a fun time. I, I like that memory. That's awesome. I have a memory. I wasn't at camp, but, uh, Shout out to Adam Lamont. Uh, I get a call from his mom, and she was very worried about him because I guess he fell asleep at the pool, but somehow he touched his phone to, like, contact your emergency. <laughs> and so she thought something was, like, really bad with Adam. So I'm calling Jim, and Jim's like, he's fine. I'm like, and then I text her and say he's fine. She's calling me and saying, he's not fine. I can't get him. So I'm like, Jim, can you please lay eyes on Adam? Because, like... <laughs> I don't know what to do. His mom's ready to go down there. Uh, Adam, by the way, yes. is one of our leaders. leaders. Yeah, he's, he's a leader. Not, he's not a college student. student. <laughs> yeah, he's a college student. Yeah. Shout out Adam. He's spoken here uh, quite a couple of times, I believe, yeah, here yeah. in Ignition at Warren Robins campus. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, not funny for his mom. And it was really an interesting feeling for me being here, like not there. And uh, I annoyed Jim, but he was found. He had just fallen asleep and he's like, no idea what's going on. But uh, everything was smoothed over. So that was that was funny for me. But uh, yeah, after uh, middle school camp, we went to passion camp with our high schoolers uh, and we had a great trip. We took about 60 um, down there. And man, passion camp is just it's awesome. It's down in Daytona, you get some of the best speakers you can get uh, with from all the people from Passion Church, you know, Louie, Brad Jones, all these guys. And then also you have Passion Worship. So that is always a good time. I mean, we had some really good moments with students. Uh, Catherine got to go yes, this year. I had the best van. My van rocked. Again, because they were singing and hanging out. They also had uh, I also van. heard. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I was going to say. I heard van. she had the messiest yeah, van. Yeah, me and Austin got to the, the privilege of cleaning out their van, and what I really did is just took a blower to the back of it, and it was... It was crazy. That was uh, the messiest van I've ever cleaned. We just had a ministry. good time. <laughs> they did. They did. They had such a good time, they ate their lunch in that van, I think is what happened I th- on the yes. way back. Because uh, they were doing something on the way home, shopping or something. I don't know. But, uh, no, we had a really good time. Uh, we had a couple of decisions, and I just know with, like, the guys uh, one night, like, one of the last nights, we just – we seemed like the guys just kind of let down their guard, and we had some good conversations. And then the conversations that we had in that small group, they went and continued those by themselves, which I is really special to me because, you know, I don't – as the youth pastor, I don't feel like I need to be involved in all those conversations. I would love, and I love seeing it when the students have those with each other, and that's what they did that night. And I think some bonds were formed, and – uh, that was really, really cool just to be there, part of that. Um, yeah, one night, um, Robbie had everybody in the parking lot talking, and it was really cool because one of the seniors that has went to college this year, he came up, he's like, I want you guys to really take this seriously because all these kids are talking about all these things that they've learned at Passion and, like, how they're going to bring it home with them. And he's like, take it seriously, like, really commit to it. And it was really cool to, like, see these kids, like, even, like, come home, like, they have committed to it. Like, there's a bunch of kids that are, Absolutely. like, so on fire for God. And, like, it was cool to see somebody like Colby, Missouri, like, step up and be, like, commit to it. Like, be really on fire and see what happens. Yeah, and I agree. Like, it was a huge win for our ministry, a huge win for our students because I have seen, like Catherine said, a lot of kids not just have what we 
in student ministry call uh, a camp high, which means you, you go to camp, you're like, this is awesome. You, you're telling all your friends what you're going to do next week. And maybe you do start it on Monday. You start doing that. But by Friday, it's kind of already faded out. But we have seen with a lot of our students that, that it wasn't just that. Like, they made some changes, and they have continued doing that. Um, so that, that was really cool. Yeah, that's great. Then we had another we had our back school bash. We're not gonna. That was a fun event. We combined for the first year, middle school and high school. That was in August. But that back school bash, at least for high school, that always leads into Snowbird, and so we all went to Snowbird. Yeah, Snowbird is. I mean, it sells itself. It's at Snowbird Absolutely. Wilderness Outfitters. We do it every year over Labor Day weekend, and this year we took well over three hundred people. It was crazy. Um, it was a lot Snowbird. of people, <laughs> and uh, and so it was. I mean, it, it, it's a fast weekend, especially when you're dealing with that many students, mm-hmm. but um, it's such a great kickoff to our year, and to be able to take more students than we've ever taken on that trip was, it was, it was pretty awesome. I mean, and, uh, and so, um, again, when it comes to decisions, kicking everything off, that's kind of the big kickoff to the school year, and it just, you know, it paved the way to really kind of, get this season or, or this year started in a, in a good way. Anybody got any stories from Snowbird, something you remember? I just love, I, I was going to say, I love, one thing I love about Snowbird for the way our youth ministry is set up, you know, we have three campuses, so we have three distinct ignitions, and then, uh, you know, Clyde comes together. But uh, I just love that we all get to come together on that trip, and we all worship together. We all go to services. We all do rec, eat, all that stuff. So I always think that's really cool about that trip is that um, that's where our youth ministries really do come together. I mean, I know there's other things, but that's where all of us come together. Um, there's not We only have a couple of those opportunities throughout the year, so I, I always think that's a cool thing about that trip. Yeah, yeah, it is really cool. Like when you go out at night and you see like three-man swing and you see like middle schoolers and high schoolers like, like, oh, we're going to pair up and ride together. It's like, wait, you guys, what? <laughs> so it's cool to see them all get along and stuff. I got a memory from Snowbird <laughs> that I just remembered. Uh, Snack Shack. I That's, think what was I was oh, yeah. That's what I was about to bring up. Dude, that was the Jim best doesn't remember he ever. was not there. <laughs> he stayed. Sometimes he stayed it's better for me to leave a situation <laughs> and not be around than to be there. That's uh, what I was going to bring up. That's uh, what I was gonna bring well, up. I'm going to let you do it because I've talked. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. So, yeah, it was the last night. Um and there were a lot of people at the Snack Shack. There's, like, picnic tables, so a lot of people sitting there. Um, but anyway, <laughs> there had been taught the whole week that one of our students were in a, was in a dance battle, um, another another student. And so it starts a little small, you know, not Can much. we do a shout-out for him? I mean, is, is that wrong? I don't think that's wrong. Ah, shout-out Nathan Mullins. Nathan Mullins. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he loves doing dance Mullins. battles. He, he and, was killing yeah. it. <laughs> I can't remember who he was in a dance he battle. Was, Taylor Say Guesser was yeah. one of them. <laughs> was one but of I them. know there was multiple. Well, half the, half the people out there eventually. Right, right. Because so, she pulled up and, like, wanted to dance battle him, and he wasn't there. <laughs> so, anyway, they, eventually he comes around. They start dance battling. And more and more people are <laughs> coming to watch. And the, uh, the, pic, the picnic like table. Like, the whole camp. Right. Picnic tables are like loaded, like people sitting on it, standing on it. It's like packed around. Um, Robbie got in there. Jeff Harper got in there. Yes, Jeff Harper. Jaden Screen, everybody. Shout out Jeff Harper. That guy can dance. Like, 
I can't dance. I mean, that was a joke getting me in there. Everyone just wanted to embarrass me, and good job you did it. Uh, but <laughs> Jeff, man, that guy, I, I don't, he'll probably never listen to this, but I just want to shout out if any of his boys are listening. That guy could dance. I was like, oh my goodness. I was, I was very impressed. Yes, I felt like a VIP because I was sitting like right in the front, and I was like, oh my gosh, I have the best seat in the house right now. There was so much energy right there. So I know that Catherine was like just in love with it. It was moment. amazing. It was like such a big community moment. Like we built so much community like in that little moment for our ministries absolutely i mean and everyone's just shouting nathan and whoever robbie whoever's like in the battle they're just shouting and that was the thing like it started off with volunteers but then no one's volunteering because nathan's such an amazing dancer he's beating everybody and so then people are just like shouting people and then it's like either you do it or everyone's gonna call you a chicken right and so i'm there and i'm like oh my goodness and i did it and uh I beat Nathan Mullins, but Nathan, if again, if you hear this, I didn't really think I won. I think that was just people being nice to me. You know, I'm the old guy, but uh, I think you, I think you deserved it. I didn't say that at camp, but I, I do just want to say that I, th- I think you deserved it, buddy. Uh, but that was a really fun, fun special. Yeah, that was an amazing memory. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, that was Snowbird, and so uh, that was a that was a good good event for us. And uh, you know, in Clyde, you guys, you guys did. Uh, you guys had a fall event. What was? What did you guys? Didn't you guys do something with a hayride and stuff? What was? Oh, uh, we uh, we had well, we a, do fires and flannels. Yeah, we d- we did a night uh, or Halloween, Halloween night. Yeah, we right. had, costume yeah, party. costume party. Yeah. Oh, okay, so that was October. And then, okay. uh, and then of course we do a, a large Christmas party yeah. at the Valley View Barn, and then uh, so that's all. Middle school really loves hayrides. That's yeah, like our that's thing. Right. Hayrides. I've noticed any event we can bring a hayride in, <laughs> we're there. You know, it, it, it's it's completely. Overpacked every single trip. It's it's pretty cool. Maybe high school needs to do I that. Mean, I don't know. You know, <laughs> and uh, Catherine always brings the karaoke. Yes. You know, for the hayride. She, and if you if you've ever ridden her car, I'm pretty positive it's still there. She has a karaoke microphone in her car, so she's always ready to just. Start I am singing. always down for some karaoke. Yeah. Always. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm happy to say I don't think we've ever when we've all because she has the largest car to carry everyone so if we'd like all go to lunch I don't think we've ever actually done that as a team but uh, um, we probably need to do we that. need to we need, yeah, need some need bonding to, we need to do that <laughs> Jim oh you can sing first oh boy. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Jim and Jim did not do that dance battle that's what we were kind of getting at Jim stayed far away from dance battle because right. he did not want to be you know my personality <laughs> it's not going to be where the dancing is yeah Micah, Micah got called on and he has and a Micah video of him just, yeah, he's just sprinting away from this did, did Micah end up did Micah and Sam not end up dancing at all that I don't, night? I don't know if Sam did. I, I know Sam Micah did. might have because they kept yelling at him. So I know I was trying to yank them. Well, I think that the real student like lead like you know, <laughs> people we we really we're the, the ones who participate. The ones who are like, committed, yeah, yeah, to, the committed to ministry. Ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but, Y'all are the committed. <laughs> but no, we've had we've had a good year uh, it, within Collide and Ignition. We, we you know we did some other things like you said, a Christmas party. Collide, we did our fires and flannels. We had. Uh, three seniors uh, share their testimonies. That's always a powerful. Well, no, they weren't three seniors. I take that back. There was two seniors and a junior share. Um, but that's always a powerful night. But uh, I thought for maybe just like a minute, we could just highlight an event that's coming up. I know we're going to talk more about it in the next couple of weeks, and we've been talking about. It, but I just thought maybe we could highlight that event because this is the next time, the next big event we're going to do corporately, meaning all the ignitions, uh, all of Collide, all three campuses coming to one location and, and doing an event. Um, so would anyone like to kind of just talk about that for a minute? So it's our, we're calling it the Elevate Conference. Um, it is a one-night conference. Uh, last year we did this with the um, theme, we called it Wait 22. Obviously it had a relationship theme and we talked about relationships. 
um, and basically biblical relationships and how to establish that. So this year, um, we aren't talking about relationships, and we were like, we really kind of need to name this something. So um, we're going to call it the Elevate Conference. It was the idea that every year we're going to be talking about a subject to just kind of get take you to the next step. It's a conference. It's one night to challenge you um, to go to the next step and elevate yourself to the next level. Um, and so the Elevate Conference this year is going to be um, discussing the topic of anxiety. Um, we have some pretty cool speakers coming in. We have uh, Bethany Bruton that's going to be speaking to all of us. Um, Pat Chastain, which if you did went to Fields of Faith this past year, um, Pat Chastain um, is going to be speaking uh, as well as we'll be doing a couple breakouts, and these are going to be pretty exciting. High school's breakout is going to be discussing suicide. Yeah, we got Jeremy and got Emery doing Jeremy that. Emery, who has some personal um, story of this that's um, uh, real close to his heart, and so he's going to be bringing that in. And then middle school, we're going to be talking about uh, social media um, and how to um, just basically, you know, look through the lens, a biblical lens of social media so that it doesn't, you know, really cause anything extra. And Michael Walls will actually be leading that discussion on those breakouts. So that's a that's a generic idea of the conference Absolutely. part. Um, and then we're going to have some activities. So Yeah, we're going to have some fun stuff. Uh, I don't you know. I guess have we been talking about it? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, go we, for it. yeah so we got Jelly Ball. Coming. Confirmed. Yeah, confirmed. As of yesterday. So. Uh, we have Silent Disco confirmed because I have already talked to him and I sent off the paperwork today. And uh, I have another one that I'm just waiting for them to confirm, but I did all that today as well. But yeah, it's going to be, we'll have lots of fun stuff that night. Um, and then we have a couple of surprises, some things that will be in the sanctuary and stuff uh, for that evening. But yeah, that's going to be, it's going to be a, a great night. And so if you guys are interested in that, you can go to southside.church and you can click on the events tab. Tell your parents to do that, whatever it takes. It's $20, get you a t-shirt, get you food, and all the fun activities and all the great speakers and stuff. And so that's going to be a great event. February 17th and 5.30 to 11.30. Yeah, so it's going to be yep. a good time. But uh, as we kind of start to wrap things up, because I know we've just kind of been given an overlay of what's uh, happened over the last uh, multiple months. Um, you know, Sean got to speak at uh, Hoko's FCA today, and so we thought maybe he could give us just a little bit of what he talked about. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. It was a it was a great time. And so I talked about the armor of God, which is from Ephesians 6, where Paul talks about it. And I just talked about, like, the necessity of wearing all the pieces of armor. I think a lot of times we, we you know, if we're trying to live with God, we'll, we'll put on one or two pieces, so to speak. But um, the six pieces are the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, um, the readiness of the gospel of peace, shield of faith, helmet of salvation, and sword of the spirit. So Broke those down and talked about what each of them meant and talked about, like, you know, you need to put on all of your armor. Um, I use an analogy of, like, Iron Man and the Power Rangers and Darth Vader and all of them to say, like, you know, they don't wear, you know, just their helmet mm -hmm. or just one part of their armor or their suit. They they wear all of it when they're going into battle. And as Christians, we're in battle, so we need to constantly have that that armor on. No, that's really, really good because I'm just thinking, I'm not a sports guy, but I'm just thinking like a football player. He's not going right. to, oh, I'm not going to wear my helmet this game or I'm not right. going to wear my, my chest pads and all that stuff. Like yeah, that's what you we wear up. everything, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, so in sports, whatever that is, you know, we, we put on all of it. Oh, I'm just going to wear one shin guard in soccer tonight. <laughs> no, like you want to wear everything. So, no, that's so true for Christians is that it's not enough just to have some of that, that we definitely need to put all of that on. So that, that's really, really good, Sean. But, uh, yeah, so anybody got anything else they'd like to add in? 
I, I don't it. think so. All right. Well, I think that will wrap it up for this week's Not Just on Sunday. So thank you guys for listening, and we will be back next week.